Hold up, wait a minute. Hold up, wait a minute. Yeah, we going in, huh? All right. Yeah, yeah, coming with that heat. Yeah, you know I came to get it lit. Shout out to my favorite radio station. Consider this. If you missing this, you missing out and you ridiculous. Turn your system up. I need to feel it because I'm feeling this. Misunderstood. That's the host. Plenty interviews. Hot topics. You know how it goes. If you miss it, check that podcast. They gon' get it popping. I'm talking special guests and plenty good gossip. So get considered this up in your life and get it right. Man, I play it all the time. On the freeway when I ride. Nah, you cannot deny. It's the best you're gonna find. They get you up in the zone. Get that stress up off your mind. Uh, come and join the conversation. I know that you're gonna like it. It'll get you so excited. You know everyone's invited. If you wanna be a star, listen to the best. Get considered this. Don't settle for nothing less. Hey, consider this radio hosted by Misunderstood. Let's go. Happy, happy Sunday, good people. I am your girl, Misunderstood. You are tuned in to Consider This Radio only on WEBR Radio Fairfax. Thank God for that rain. It was either Sunday or Monday, okay, because the humidity is gone. Like, I've still been sweating like a whore in church. However, I have not been as hot. At least it takes me like 30 minutes opposed to just sweating as soon as I get out the car. So thank you, Jesus black jesus for that okay (laughs) today we have a very dope dope show i have two amazing people i just literally physically met them yesterday and i already gave them two tasks so (laughs) we're gonna make sure they stick to it today we have author visionary media extraordinaire Akira, a.k.a. AK, in the building, as well as Vaughn. We will be talking about their business, our children's network, and all things literacy. Okay, when we come back, the number here is 703-560-8255. Again, that number is 703-560-8255. If you have an Obama phone, simple mobile, Sprint, Metro PCS, you can call. Your minutes are free. Do so. 703-560-8255. Five five. We'll be right back right after this. Hey, Dad. I need your help asking Jessica to prom. Of course. Love is like the ocean. You have to tread the Oh, waters. Dad. That's not the kind of help I needed. Hey, Jessica. I, um... Will you go to prom with me? Yes. <laughs> you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care can't wait to share their first with you. I don't remember how it started. Our back and forth. It always came back. You probably don't remember what you told me. That was perfect. But I heard every word. Give to hundreds, give to one. Join Consider This Radio to volunteer at one of our community events by emailing considerdis at gmail.com. Hello, hello. 
This is Africa been singing, and I tuned in to consider this, consider that. Wait, <laughs> wait, <laughs> you. What else? I mean, you chat. Man, to us here. You. I know, boy. Anyway, Tonga the rhyme with corner. Will you come with me to my corner? I won't give you hard drive format. May was Cinebear 5 on that. <laughs> nice chick, may I chroma. Maybe do nice flick with my Kodak. Freeze, baby cheese. Oh gosh, she body. Maybe boom, she said kunka. By the way, a fro simple, vida. Cause I decay say me shower revival. But not many more me and I'm team and try that. And eh, say my chill, I will vibe. Swine. You better sabe six hours. Now me we are crash or twenty hours. <laughs> Man, no yeah, then chain hallmark. I grown quiet, my casa sa but all because of Funga. 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 Oh, I don't know because of Funga. Hey, Funga. 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 Because of Funga. Nice couple. We see cancel hen into the tri castle. What? Who are boy until we can't cuddle? Chess and Oshek have inclined Meshek White Chapel. Sir, Mate. Mean to me, but a meshek winning quack. Semi bar, it was it. Bibiti, wappy. Yes, a year fact on the track. Me is slow or you fast under one minute. Pa, wappy. Nobody say boo fruit. Maybe boom after all. Yolo, oh my god. Sack. Look at her butt. Busy. Tonga. 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 Because of Tonga. Hey. Tonga. 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 Because of Tonga. Because of Tonga, 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 Have you been considered? Check out the brand new radio show called Consider This Radio, aired live every Sunday at noon on WEBR Radio, Fairfax. Visit considerthis.org and find upcoming event coverage, great articles featuring today's hot topics. You can even learn about your community. That's considerthis.org. Get to know Nakia, community organizer, radio producer, education advocate, volunteer, and much, much more. Consider This Radio Show is a powerful 
show that focuses on today's events. Have you been Designed considered a beautiful where online all store. things are considered? to celebrate because every goodwill item you bring home brings job training and more to your community goodwill bring good home good people we are back welcome to consider this radio on this beautiful sunday i am your girl misunderstood and you have been blessed (laughs) with two icons i'm I'm gonna continue to hype them up they keep looking at me like i'm crazy when i be saying little (laughs) stuff but it is what it is okay um right now we are joined by akira aka ak as well as bond from the company if you don't know you need to google this right now our children's network unless you have sprint like me you can't do both at the same time so just lock your text it to yourself and get back to it later but right now we have both of them in the building and we are going to get ready to have a great great show so guys i one thing i want to know is how did you get started with the network um i know you have a vast background but what was the aha moment in order for you to start your own business honestly um so I had a, a six-month-old, and I'm sure everybody remembers Snowmageddon mm-hmm. Remember in 2010. Yes. Um, and I kept looking through the channels, trying to find something for my daughter to watch that represented, represented her. And there was nothing. And I just kept thinking, like, yo, I work at BET. Why can't we have something like this for our children? Mm-hmm. Why can't we make sure that they have representation, true representation of who they are, and be proud of it? Right. So I held on to that idea, and then Vaughn, of course, he inspired me to, you know, to say that, hey, start on the grassroots level, just do it. Mm-hmm. And that's always been my motto. Yeah. Like I was telling Vaughn because he asked me, how did I really get started? And I'm like, yeah. it really just happened. Mm-hmm. I could wake up tomorrow and be like, oh, I want to be a magician, and I can guarantee <laughs> you by Friday I will be a magician. <laughs> like I'm just always that rando person that if I want to do something, I'm gonna do it. Mm-hmm. To me, it's all in God's speed. So mm-hmm. however successful or not successful, um, I just believe that it just happens. Right. You know, like I said yesterday, you God can't move if you don't work. Like right. you gotta do something in order right. for something to happen so right. that's a good idea and it's good that you have the support that you have in order for you to start out was it scary <laughs> can I? yeah your hell is really not a curse word <laughs> hell yeah it's scary <laughs> you know i have two children so i'm like okay stepping out and doing this is a huge sacrifice not just for myself but for my children mm-hmm. and so yeah i was scared but i did get to a space where i felt calm I felt like, okay, this is right. 
this is what I need to do. And I just went for it. How long did that take you? Because I battled um, every day. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I had the idea in 2010. Okay. <laughs> and, you know. I, I, actually, she, um, so she went off and we always had multiple businesses that we were working on, right? Mm-hmm. And doing certain things. Mm-hmm. But I think the tipping point for me was um, she went off and she started this business with I don't even want to go into it, but it was this business. She had put a whole team together, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at them, and I'm listening to everything, and I'm like, yo, you tripping. <laughs> like, yo, you need to be doing OCN. Yeah. Like, why? Like, well, coming in, I'm, like, I'm not doing nothing. <laughs> don't ask me about nothing. I don't want to be a part of nothing. If we're not doing OCN, if you're doing yeah. this, then, like, what are we doing now at yeah. this point? I, you know, for me, OCN was very important because I've for a long time for years I mean since before me and you've met I've mm-hmm. I've always preached uh we have to get in control of our own narrative mm-hmm. I use the um the I parallel it to uh Spike Lee's um movie uh, 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 Do the, do the Right, right Thing, thing mm-hmm. where um, Bugging Out is in Sal's Pizza mm-hmm. and he's complaining about the brothers on the wall. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yo, how come you ain't got no brothers on the wall? And Sal's like, yo, get your own pizzeria. Yep. And you can have your brothers, your sisters, you can do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And so my thing was like, yo, if we want to have you, if you're looking for something, if that's what we want, then we have to create it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when she brought OCN to me, I'll be honest, like, I was like, I knew immediately. I was, that's it. I was like, yo, that's it. At the time, we were focusing on shows. She was working yeah. at BET, and I was doing events. I think I was working with Mark Bonds. I was doing mm-hmm. all the booking over yeah. at Park at Mark, with, with oh, okay. Mark and them, or yeah. what have you. And I was, we was, I was like, yo, this is it. Like, this is what we need to be doing. But I'm not sure how we <laughs> right. actually do it. How yeah. do we get there, right? And then, you know... After a while, it was like, man, nah, we just need to just start where we're at. Yo, put the book out. Do some YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. Let's just start. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what people, that's the the hard thing about being an entrepreneur is just starting. Right. Forget all of the books. Forget all of the, you know, just start. And don't be as afraid to fail. Failing is mm-hmm. okay. Let's bust your head a couple times. And Damn. honestly, like, I still, I, I face fears all the time. Like, when we started with the t-shirts just uh last week i was scared to mess up like oh i i want to get this right the first time and yes i I screwed up a few times but now i got it Mm -hmm. in less than a week Mm -hmm. so i think um one of the the smart the 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 most important things is you know not only starting but also understanding that you're going to face your fears and if you face them then you'll grow like that's the only way you can be successful i i think our parents because you know, we we tend to get on police officers in the white community for um, over policing, you know, children. But parents, we can't, we we do that. Like our parents yeah. over police us. Like you know, they yeah. we make fun about it. You know, you do something in the in, in the mall, the, the white parent is like, hey, you know, Charlie, be careful, don't do that. And the black parent, I snatch your love. And it's always this over punishment. My my point is is that. Black, a lot of the times African-Americans are afraid to make mistakes because every time we've done something wrong and not just by the people, not just by people outside of our community, but even, you know, to the people in our own household, we've been over punished. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it creates like this psychological issue where mm-hmm. I can't mess up. Mm-hmm. Right. But anybody who's been successful 
has failed more times than you have tried. Right. And so I think that's one of that's something that ha- that needs to be addressed in our community is that mm-hmm. it's not saying that we're setting out to fail, but let's not be afraid to fail. Mm-hmm. Either. Right. You and know then what I mean? more importantly, um, one thing that I had to learn maybe about five, six years ago, everybody makes mistakes. Right. Nobody is perfect. Right. Accept people where they are. Right. Don't judge because you're not the best either. Mm -hmm. Simple. And I think I still have my moments. Of course. (laughs) We all do. (laughs) But in that true state, that's my motto. Mm -hmm. And that's just what I believe, right? Mm -hmm. And so in recent, I had to let my expectations go of my daughter. Mm-hmm. Now, my sister has been getting on me about this maybe about a year and a half now. Well, before I actually let go. She's like, girl, you got to do it. You got to do it. You know, you just got to do it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's nothing else that you can do. You know, you had your own journey. You got to allow her to, to have hers. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I noticed is I definitely parent out of fear. Yeah. We all I've, do. Already yeah, out, yeah. I've already outlived my mom. So I think I was the protection that she was stating. I was super protective Mm -hmm. over my daughter. But in hindsight, that jacked me up. Mm -hmm. And I probably just realized this eight months ago. Me and my sister talk all the time. And what I realized was in my protection, I showed her that she doesn't have to step out. Mm -hmm. That if she fell, I'm always there. So why even try? Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. a lot of the times you got to be very mindful about what we're putting out. That's why right. I always say now, like, I would be the a completely different mother right now than I was as a teenager. Just because you just know so different. Mm-hmm. And then certain things that I see her doing and the way she moves. And I just be like, I can't even be mad. That was me. Mm-hmm. That was me. And breaking up in a relationship, going here, not showing her what a healthy relationship looked like because I didn't want her to see me mm-hmm. with men. Mm-hmm. So now her she has a little boyfriend. It's not necessarily a bad relationship, but I think she deserves more, right? Mm-hmm. But it's like, how can I be mad at you for not deserve not thinking that you deserve more when I never showed you what a healthy relationship was like? Mm-hmm. So it's almost like you have to reparent. Mm-hmm. And then as a parent, especially with me having my daughter younger, I can't be like how you said, feel like, oh God. You know, things just has to be. No, I was a child too. Right. So how am I going to raise a child? And then again, my mother passed when I was 12. My dad yeah. wasn't there. Me and my aunt just built our relationship. I was getting ready to be a water foster care. So I didn't know what I was doing either. All mm. I knew is I had to protect this human being and do right. right. But at the same time, I'm still growing being in relationships, making dumb decisions, and she right there with me. Mm-hmm. So I do think that at some point we have to forgive ourselves. Oh, yeah. For right. everything that you did wrong oh, yeah. in order for you to step out there and do great. Mm-hmm. So I think it's amazing and dope that, like, you two just took that leap. Because I always tell people, don't wait till you have all of these things before you have a business. You'll never mm-hmm. have a business. <laughs> <laughs> right. When will you start? Right. Because if you're working, the cost of living in this area is ridiculous. Yes. And even if you do make sixty, seventy thousand dollars, if you live by yourself, that's technically forty thousand dollars. Right. Because your rent is forty percent of your check. Right. <laughs> so you can make sixty and still be struggling. And, mm-hmm. and, and, and you know, it, no amount of money is enough. Mm-hmm. Probably never, right? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm for, like seriously because you're talking like, you know. 
I, I've seen people, and we went through this ourselves, where we're like a, a hundred, hundred and fifty thousand, mm-hmm. and you're still like, if if you, it's not the the money isn't the issue. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's you. It's you, right? And if you think that you know something that I learned. You know, I, I I say this all the time. Like people always trying to throw us money, right? Like, mm-hmm. hey, McGee, I never accept it because I I think it's an issue when you're. I, but I, I don't want to become one of those entrepreneurs that just want to throw money at every single problem. Okay. Money is not the answer. We I think we one of the things about us is that you know that we've been successful at mm-hmm. is solving problems without money. Right. They they may at first glance they may look like financial issues right. but like when you really it's more of a creative Correct. We, you know people who throw money at everything they lack creativity mm-hmm. that's that you understand they lack mm-hmm. resources they lack networking they lack you, 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 you need money because you're lacking somewhere else okay. and so you're trying to pay for it, whatever that because all you, you're paying for a resource you're mm-hmm. paying for a service yep. so if you can fulfill that with it's other ways that you can fulfill it without Right. Without money. So, yeah, I totally agree with you. Like, you're, it's never going to be enough. I don't care if you have 200000 300000 You're going to find a way. You're going to spend all of that money on things that you don't need. Mm-hmm. You're going to overpay for things mm-hmm. that you that you probably would have got good deals on because you just couldn't afford <laughs> it. People tend to charge you more if they feel like you got all of this money. Mm-hmm. Right. You, you understand what I'm saying? I don't, I, I don't, you know, you don't charge the person on the Joe Blow on the street, but you charge... DC government, you understand right. what I'm saying? Because you know DC government got it. And we had this conversation yesterday. Yeah, and you deserve that. And I definitely know in the last couple, probably about five years, honestly, I live off a of barter system. Now I don't always get my when it's my turn. I don't always get it back, but that doesn't discourage me, right? Mm, right. Because what I what I always because I get frustrated, and then again, me and my sister has all of these. Um, conversations and now I'm pissed off because somebody didn't do what I thought they should have did for me because of everything I done for them and then Mm. she circles always circles back around she's probably one of the few people that can always put me in my place and (laughs) saying that if you were doing it because you wanted to it wouldn't matter what you got in return right because you shouldn't you shouldn't request things Mm. she always said true giving is when you give and expect nothing in return Mm-hmm. So again, that is definitely still a battle, okay? Because <laughs> me too. What am I just do, okay? <laughs> but sometimes I'll have my cussing session, and then I'm over it, right? Because right. the last thing I'm gonna do is dumb myself down to make you feel good. Right. So even if you are a guy that I'm dating, and then you find out all of these things that I'm doing, so now you only want to tap into me now because you found out what I how I could help you, and mm-hmm. now you become not sincere. But if I meet somebody new, I'm not going to not do that for him just because you didn't, because you weren't real. Mm -hmm. Because all of that comes back. I'm a firm believer in karma. How you treat people, you're going to get it back tenfold. Mm -hmm. So I shouldn't have to become a bitch or hold back everything that I know, Mm -hmm. uh, good information to help somebody because I feel like somebody's taking advantage of me. Mm -hmm. And that is a constant battle. Mm -hmm. So even though I can recognize it and I'm aware of it, it is still a struggle sometimes because I'm still like, dang, when 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 are you going to do something for me? Mm-hmm. So I do understand what you're talking about. But bothering is how the world started. Okay. You would, <laughs> I would show you how to do math. You show me how to write. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to make this hair growth serum. You can wash my clothes. Like, right. it's just, that's what our ancestors did. Right. Mo- as you said, mentioned, money wasn't an issue 
back. But mm-hmm. we, we never have experienced that because mm-hmm. during our lifetime, money has always been an issue. Mm-hmm. But our ancestors have lived for years, mm-hmm. centuries, mm-hmm. with the bare minimums because we are the first people, okay? That's another, <laughs> that's another show. But um, been living for centuries with nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. And, create, and look what we did. Mm-hmm. We created a country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's almost like you, people are always looking for something in return. And that's why even at my lowest moment, I always thank God. And I've all, I always feel like I've been good because I'm good to people. My intentions start out good with everybody. Now, it depends on how you respond is how we going <laughs> in. Okay? But I'm always starting with good intentions. Now, I'm, but I always clear that up because I'm not one of them people that are just, you know, so positive and skipping down the railroad because I will curse you out. But... <laughs> It starts off positive. Mm-hmm. And I think in order for us to see change in our in the last of our lifetime, because we are all in our 30s, right? Mm-hmm. We have to be able to look out. Oh, excuse me, sir. 40. Excuse me. <laughs> Next year. <laughs> um, but we have to uh, give. Yes. And I know that sometimes I can come off cuckoo because I know when I talked to Vaughn the first day, he starts, I had about 20 things for him. <laughs> On the first conversation, all he called me about was, what was it, back to school jam? The, the, the or Marvin Gaye The Marvin Park. Gaye, the peach jam. That's the yeah. only thing he called me for. Mm-hmm. And I just, and I do that all the time. And I do understand by people's experience that can be, you know, like, what does does this woman want from me? Like, what is she trying to do? No, no. I received it. Yeah. And and, and partly in the cure, I tell you, like, we, I think we share that. I'm the same way. I get cussed out all the time. Yeah, my daughter hates it. I share too much information. My daughter hates it. Why are you telling this person that? Why are you telling, even people in my, um, in my immediate field, like, I'm telling them ways that they can be better and do things, Mm -hmm. but I, I just don't have a, I don't, I don't, my mentality is not that of scarcity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that it's enough. I feel like it's abundant. And I, and I, and I also feel like the more I give, I'm a person. Like, people like you are always coming into my life. Mm. Whether it's uh, in the physical as a person or whether it's in, it, maybe as a book, mm-hmm. it, some type of wave, I'm always receiving information. And I tell people all the time is that because I'm always giving it, mm-hmm. I'm always ditching it. If I stop giving it, then whatever's coming in, whatever information that you that you guys are valuing, mm-hmm. oh, you shouldn't. Then you understand what I'm saying. If I stop, if I don't give it out, then that's when that that's when that blockage stops. You mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying? At least that's how I that's that's how I feel. Yeah. As long as I give it, it's more coming. Yeah. It's more coming, and I'm not worried about. It. I think we say. Um, I think a lot of the times, I think re- reciprocation is mm-hmm. definitely. It's a big deal. Like you, a good relationship is based off of reciprocation. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, but it's two things that when you do give, sometimes it, it may not come back from that person, Mm-mm, but yeah. it comes Mm-mm. back, Mm-mm. and that's all. But I think we have those. We want it back from that person, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But that may not. That person, and that's may that not, ego. But the, mm-hmm. and, 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 that's a, mine is terrible. Yeah, that, that <laughs> I person, gotta keep her on lock. Yeah, it makes sense. Right. That's all of right. us, right? right? That person may not be able to give that back. It may not be in that person's compassion. Maybe they'll do something for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Maybe they can. It's something that they can offer. Mm-hmm. They may can't offer you nothing, mm-hmm. and that hurts sometimes. That may. But you know what I learned, and we're gonna really talk about this because I got um, six ways of a, a strong woman. So I definitely want your chime in on that. Yeah, I, she's gonna crush that. Yes. I'm gonna let her. <laughs> I'm gonna but stay out of it. <laughs> one thing that I do learn is when people think. 
that you have it together and we'll we'll get on this when the topic comes they feel like they can't help you even though they know that they could mm-hmm. so i will further depict that as a woman that everybody you know i'm the friend that nobody checks on nobody asks me how i'm doing wow. and i understand it's because i'm going to always figure it out mm-hmm. but sometimes you do want someone to just right. be like how are you feeling right like right. what's going on right. and we'll talk about that when we come back we're also going to talk about the writing style your upcoming events we got to talk about gary and the great inventors. And I want to know who are some of y'all great inventors. You mentioned one yesterday that you guys met. So we'll be talking about all of that and more. I got some hot topics, so you can't shy away from them uh, when we come back. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to do the throwback right now with Let Us See. The joint is Pieces of Me. I love this song. The number, again, is 703-560-8255. Again, that number is 703-560-8255. So I'm not sure why y'all haven't called them yet. I don't. (laughs) Are y'all drunk? I mean, can you just roll over? All voices are accepted. I'm going to check the line before we get out of here and make sure it's still working. Okay, we'll be right back right after this. Consider this radio.
They said drugs would make you cool. Drugs would make you cool. They lied. Find out the truth about drugs. Drugfreeworld.org Did you tell a friend that considered this radio is on? If not, tell them now. We are back. I am with two amazing people that are getting ready to give me some feedback on these silly, I don't know if we should call these silly topics, stupid. I got to get away from that word stupid. Hopefully y'all <laughs> got a program for that because that's one of my favorite words. Stupid. I don't know why I have to keep calling people that. But we have to think about that. Yeah, we got to think about yeah. that. I'm a pr- I got to pray again. Um <laughs> <laughs> So there was a 25-year-old woman, unfortunately, Mm -hmm. that was misdiagnosed with cancer. Well, they told her that she had cancer. She had a double mastectomy, which is when both of your breasts are removed, only to find out she never had cancer. Now I know you guys are vegan. So how do you you deal with Western medicine? Like, do you still... Because I know... I still go to the doctor, but then I would go to like glut and get everything I needed to get mm-hmm. <laughs> to fix it. Right. But what do you guys do? Because that's terrible. Uh, so, I mean, we're not completely vegan. Okay. We go backwards and forth. Uh, we eat fish, but no dairy. And in terms of medicine, I definitely, I take my girls to the doctor, make sure they get their checkups. Um, in terms of illnesses, which is like really rare, mm-hmm. teas. You know, we'll go do our research if we need to. If if it's something severe, then, of course, we're not going to be stupid and say, oh, we'll put hands on you, you'll be good. That's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for the most part, like, we're just, we eat really healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, smoothies, you know, the typical vegan meal. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. 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 And that's the not, same thing that I, that I feel as well because my thing is, I definitely don't trust doctors, and I probably got this from my nana because she was definitely a conspiracy theorist. Yeah, we'll get a second opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, my thing is like with my sister, she ended up 
Well, we both got fibroids. I don't even know how the hell I got fibroids. But mm-hmm. I'm getting ready to do like this colloidal silver mm-hmm. to hopefully shrink mm-hmm. them. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I would not get surgery. Mm-hmm. I, I would just never have a flat stomach again because it just won't happen. But mm-hmm. with her, she went to Kaiser. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they told her she had one, let's just say, the size of a grapefruit. Mm-hmm. I could be exaggerating. And they were like, well, we need to um, remove this. And as anybody knows, five fibroids are not cancerous. You're just right. never going to have a flat stomach. That's right. the best you're going to get. You're going to get a heavy period. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think those are just the two things that normally happen. But mm-hmm. you can live with these things forever. Mm-hmm. So my sister asked for her sonogram because I did a sonogram. The woman would not let her see it. No, wow. That's ridiculous. So, again, she led with good intentions. But she ended up cussing that doctor out. Call me right after. Furious. Because she's like, you want me to schedule a surgery from something that, at least give me somebody else's. But they legit refused to show it to her. So, you know, we just had, um, a, it, well, not just because this was before us, but Henrietta, um, Dang, what is her last name? She was from Baltimore, right? Mm -hmm. She went to John Hopkins Hospital. I Mm. think, let's just say she went for a cold. This is not the story. Google it, people. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But basically, whatever procedure, it was a light procedure she ended up doing, they ended up taking her cells. And they have been utilizing... Her sales for something, fifty-six some years. Yeah, I can't think of we her name. That. And then the family it. ended up suing yeah. John yeah. Hopkins because it was nothing wrong with their mother for her to get that procedure. Yeah. Right. So my thing is, I you you I just continue to pray that they never have to open me up mm-hmm. because. I don't even know how I would respond to that. I think I would probably kill myself by having a heart attack just knowing I'm about to go under the knife just because you never know what's going to happen to you. So I say that to say I'm like you. If you, I never had anything serious because my natural remedies work. But if you are like stage four and beyond in cancer, Unless you're going to really clean up the way you eat, Mm -hmm. then you may need to go through the treatment, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, one and two, you can cure yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. My my, my thing is spend the money on the food, not the doctor bill. Exactly. Like, it's cheaper to to, to shop at Whole Foods than to to pay uh, Kaiser. Mm -hmm. Mm $100,000. You know what I mean? Like, if you... And that, that's, but that, that, you know, we're not idiots. I mean, we don't mm-hmm. ignore modern medicine, but we also don't depend on it yeah. either. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, and that's yeah. what I always say. My daughter hates it because yeah. when she has a headache, I tell her to go drink some apple cider vinegar and a banana. And if that don't work, go to sleep because when you wake up, it'll be over. Right. Um, especially as long as it's not back to back because then that's a symptom of something. Mm-hmm. Right. But every now and again, you just got a headache or if you're about to come on your cycle, we already know that's mm-hmm. what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But I don't even purchase medicine. Mm-hmm. Right. She, if you're going to do it, do it. The only thing that I regularly take on the regular is my allergy medicine. But this week will be my week, as you said, to buy the food instead of buying it. So I will have time to go to Glut after my event, right. get all of my stuff so I can clean myself out. And mm-hmm. then I'm hoping that my allergies and my stuffiness and puffiness can get away in the next two weeks because... I got to stop using the allergy medicine because just like allergy medicine and Tylenol, it tears the lining in your stomach. Mm-hmm. So if I'm doing this back to back for three months and I'm still not clear, I go to a doctor. This chick tells me I'm not allergic to nothing, which is clearly not accurate. You can hear 
the stuffy now and I get puffy. So mm-hmm. you can't tell me I'm not allergic to anything. Mm-hmm. So clearly you just don't know what it is. Right. So <laughs> now I'm just going to go get my natural stuff that will be for and we'll just see, you know, how it works out. But I just think you got to be very mindful on that because mm-hmm. if you're healthy, the only thing you have to worry about is getting hit by a bus. <laughs> <laughs> Because you, you're still gonna go if that happens. Right? <laughs> Other than that, do it. And I'm gonna have uh, I'm gonna have a whole show on about disease diseases, mm-hmm. right? Because everything comes from something. And one thing that I said to Vaughn yesterday at the event we both were at was in regards to how oh both of y'all was there how anything that they're pushing mm-hmm. so much out mm-hmm. the blue mm-hmm. is never good for you. Mm-hmm. I've shared my story before about being vegetarian but as everybody know i was making substitutes like eating soul food with um <laughs> you know soy okay mm-hmm. which is an issue in this manufactured state mm-hmm. but um you know george washington carver initially created soy so it's different ways that you can do it but anyway right. as i shared before i ended up all of my levels was high blood pressure cholesterol mm-hmm. um no sugar which was very interesting because i love a good kick but that <laughs> one wasn't high but even when i went to the nutritionist she was like you need to either do one or the other today mm-hmm. if you don't want to get on medicine because i told her i'm not doing it mm-hmm. one was either go back to eating meat and or just don't eat the substitutes. And I was like, well, girl, the way my mind's set up, I still need to think I'm eating spaghetti, so I can't do it. <laughs> so I just went back to chicken and turkey, mm-hmm. you know, right. no red meat, no pork still, no, none of that. But right. I was like, I need the, I'd rather go back mm-hmm. because you don't want to be sick. Like, who wants to be, I want to be 60 and dancing. I don't want to have to have, like, a little walker. Mm-hmm. I don't want to need something to breathe. I don't mm-hmm. want any of that. Mm-hmm. Like, I want to be healthy mm-hmm. until I die, mm-hmm. however that looks like. Mm-hmm. Again, unless I get hit by a bus. <laughs> um, but other than that, I think we can just control it. And I have to do, I want to do a whole show on that. But mm-hmm. no doctor. I don't want no doctor. Only holistic people mm-hmm. to show people that you can heal your own self again if it's in the early stages. Because if you're so far gone, you do need a chemical. Because mm-hmm. that's the only difference between natural and um, pharmaceuticals. Pharmaceuticals have chemicals in it Mm -hmm. so it makes you look like you're getting cured faster but it gives you seven other diseases Mm -hmm. like i heard a commercial yesterday about it was the woman was sad but then at the end of the commercial told her she was gonna get high (laughs) blood pressure diabetes she may get blurriness in the eye i'm like girl you eat a kit kat don't take that (laughs) medicine if you that sad because you're you get too much other stuff Mm -hmm. And it's not cool. Like, mm. and they're just getting us left and right. It doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. But um, Vaughn, I need to know: Has this ever happened with you? Um, oh, this woman <laughs> came home, and her man was in the bed, but it wasn't with her. And she actually, well, clearly, your genitalia has never been cut off. But have you ever been in a moment where you got caught? Because this woman cut his thing all the way off. For cheating on her while he was in the bed with the woman and the kids was in the room. And according to the article, (laughs) it says that she just told the kids everything will be okay. Wow. I mean, you know. Vaughn, what you done did out here? I mean, I've, I've, <laughs> like, luckily, I've never been in a situation where it went that far. Where I'm scared even, of going to jail. Even got c- so I can't. My, my my thing is like so when I was younger, right? We I used to go over uh, one of my good friends, my my friend's house or what have you, right? We got older or whatever, and um, he had a girl, right? And I'm not gonna um, 
I'm not gonna say any names because I don't want to put my man out there. No, nah, don't put him out right. there. <laughs> what wind up happening was is that um, I used to he used to have the you know a girl over there, girls in there in his house with his girl, mm-hmm. sleeping with the girl in there, sleeping with you know his girl's friends and just bringing random girls you know. He, he, in their house though, with mm. their kids and stuff, right? Mm. He's old, a little older than me. At the, you understand what I'm saying? And I just, for me, like, that's that's like your girl. I, I don't look. I'm not. I'm not. I don't tell no man not to cheat, right? You mm. can do whatever you want. You understand what I'm saying? But I feel like that it's a certain line. It's a certain disrespect. A certain mm-hmm. line that you can't cross. Like your girl is your friend. Like that's your homie. At the end of the day, you wouldn't do that to your man. And a lot of times, your girl gonna hold you down. Huh, a lot all stronger the time. than your guys are for the most part. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So like having another girl in your bed, and then on the flip side, it's like I'm not. How am I have my girl in a situation where an outside girl know more about no stuff that she doesn't know? Okay, that's you, you about to break this into another conversation. But <laughs> because... you do you get what I'm saying though? So like. <laughs> I can't really be mad at her for chopping this joint because it's not about you gotta. It's like, come on, it's a to, it's it's more of a. That's your, like I'm you you and your girl. Like, come on, your. Like, so to me, that's girl, the problem. Let me let me, the, let me let me say this. Okay, so your girl, this girl is looking at your girl, stupid, and she got something on your girl, like beyond you just hitting her on mm-hmm. the side, like. Mm-hmm. She in your house. She don't been in your house. She don't did this. She don't did. So she's sitting there shaking your girl hands, <laughs> kissing your girl on the cheek, and you sitting there. Mm-hmm. This your girl. This your child. Like I just for me, like I'm a logical thinker. That just makes absolutely no sense mm-hmm. to me. Like I don't care how you shape it. I don't care how it. That makes no sense. So I would never even be in a situation like that because it's just I wouldn't disrespect my friend mm-hmm. in that terms. Now. What you what a guy does if you do something outside, I'm not I can't get that's your relationship. You understand what I'm saying? I don't know the nature of your relationship, so I'm not gonna get into that. But what I will say is don't like don't have your girl looking crazy, mm-hmm. especially for some chick that you just hitting some random chick that you just hitting. Like don't don't you understand what I'm saying? Like I'm not gonna have my man looking crazy. Mm-hmm. Over some random dude that I don't even know like that, just because we made a we made a made a couple dollars, I sold him a bag. You understand what I'm saying? I did something on the side with him, got some money with him, or whatever. I'm not going allow that to have. You, you understand what I'm saying? To jeopardize mm-hmm. my relationship with my with, with my best friend. So why would I do that with a girl? I don't think we taught to look at. Um, I think you know, um, women have been like so like yeah, objectified and like. In, 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 in America that we don't even view women as like we don't your girl can be there with you holding you down doing everything everything mm-hmm. but we don't see her like how we see a guy that may just be leeching off of you nope and so that's like that's again that's more of a psychological mm. um issue so to ask your question like she probably should have chopped this joint off like you in her bed he, you come home and your bed and your, you in there like, yo, that's crazy. Like, that's that's total disrespect. Now I always feel I come up with the best things to do. But because I'm afraid <laughs> of jail, I never do it. And then if I do it, I have a great getaway plan, so I don't go to jail. Because <laughs> I have did some things. Uh, right. okay? But I've never been arrested. I that's recommend. all I'm trying to say. I would, I would, I would. <laughs> but I don't think it's really worth I think at some point, especially as a woman, 
you just get tired of the disrespect and tired of the lies. And we can mm-hmm. all agree that this was not the first time this probably happened to this woman. Right. And that day, she just had enough. And <laughs> she just did what she did. But to say something to what you said, I always say that, to me, intimate relation no intimate interactions means more than you putting your thing inside of her mm-hmm. it seems like these last 10 years the side girl know where you work she know how many children you got she know what your hobbies are like if somebody can call you and like break you down that's a problem that's ugly and, and that our goes- daddies didn't do that let me tell you something that I know. I didn't find out my stepdad, my was my aunt husband, but he adopted me. Right. I didn't find out that he had another child of the wedlock to the funeral. I always thought she was our cousin. <laughs> right. And I didn't see my aunt, you know, running up and down the street, mm-hmm. fighting, cursing women. I never seen it. So clearly either they had an agreement or, you know, he was just better at it. Whatever the answer is, it was rationale. Mm -hmm. And I know social media plays a bigger point with them, right? Because they're in their 60s or whatever, and they didn't have it. Right. But I just also think it's just too much. That's why if I meet somebody and they talk about we're friends, what makes you my friend? Like, what what makes you my friend? And I don't want to talk to people about certain things because then I feel like you know too much about me. Because we're not necessarily friends. And then you're sharing that information with a whole nother person. Mm-hmm. That's just weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had an incident a year and a half ago, okay? Never knew that this man, <laughs> <laughs> this is from, this is personal. Hold up, right. Hold up, I got it. Okay. This is personal. And I know anybody that listens regularly is probably about tired of this story, but I'm going to tell it anyway. I met a man. Dating, no sex, didn't even kiss him. Three months. I I always kind of work from home, so mm-hmm. my schedule be free. <laughs> so he would call, we would go to lunch, he took me to Chicago. Then we come back from Chicago. Apparently, he must have got in trouble. Mm-hmm. So the girl called me. She must have got my Instagram. I don't even know how she got my information. And she's like, how can you be a woman of empowerment and you're out here with my man and I'm thinking to myself, you're not even on his social media. What you want? How was I supposed to know he had a whole girlfriend right. when we spent time together at least three times right. a week? How right. am I supposed to know that? Right. So what I told her was the third time she called me, I said, look, let me tell you something. Don't let Instagram fool you because your problem is with your dude, not with me. I never had sex with him, never even kissed him. So at this point, we were best friends for three months. Mm-hmm. You need to take all of this energy and investigating that you're doing with me and put it into your relationship because I'm not going to be the last person that he did that with. And the next girl will hump them mm-hmm. right so don't call me with that mm-hmm. like girl mind your business <laughs> i'm sorry y'all <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. i hate that that's crazy we gotta talk about <laughs> your writing skills we gotta talk about this book and so much more when we come back because i need a minute <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna be right back right after this y'all Put your hands on your knees, ayy. Summon says, put your hands on your feet, ayy. Summon says, put your hands on your feet, ayy. Summon says, put your hands on your feet, ayy. Summon says, put your hands on your feet, ayy. Summon says, put your hands on your feet,
like a freak. Left, right, left, right, left, left, right, left, right, left, left, right, left, right, left, left, right. If he thinking with me, then he know he gon' obey. He's the finger licking good, like I mixed it with obey. Good acting like he player when he really just a play. Get some fights in his house, then they going through your safe. Hands on your knees, knees bust it back, ayy. Through the tights, you can see the seat is fat, ayy. Through them pockets, I can see a rex, ayy. I'm a money making, no cap, ayy. Hot it out, but you already knew that. Even if I brought them to you, still couldn't get your boo back. I ain't finna argue with you, this ain't how we do that. You was already mad, I'm just adding something to that, ayy. Simon says, put your hands on your hips, huh? Simon says, put your hands on your knees, ayy. Simon says, put your hands on your feet, ayy. Consider This Radio, aired live every Sunday at noon on WEBR Radio, Fairfax. Visit considerthis.org and find upcoming event coverage, great articles featuring today's hot topics. You can even learn about your community. That's considerthis.org. Get to know Nakia, community organizer, radio producer, education advocate, volunteer, and much, much more. Consider This Radio Show is a powerful show that focuses on today's events. Have you been considered where all things are considered? Have you been considered? Check out the brand new radio show called Consider This Radio, aired live every Sunday at noon on WEBR Radio, Fairfax. Visit considerthis.org and find upcoming event coverage, great articles featuring today's hot topics. You can even learn about your community. That's considerthis.org. Get to know Nakia, community organizer, radio producer, education advocate, volunteer, and much, much more. Consider This Radio Show is a powerful show that focuses on today's events. Have you been considered where all things are considered?
Hey, this is Brooke. You're tuned in to Misunderstood on Consider This. to your vagina and so you're just apologizing to your vagina for maybe all of the unprotected sex or if you were selling you know you said you was abused allowing somebody to abuse you and i think i'm about to get her back on the show because i'm probably messing this up so please google it but the reason why because 
because it's the entryway to your soul, it, according to her, if I'm not wrong, it's the way that you start forgiving your own self. So even though you're looking at your vagina, it's still... But you know, like, how some Sunnis consider it the most powerful thing, and then they'll say that um, if you... Like with cleansing it, some people mm-hmm. don't use certain soap. They put coconut oil up in there. Like it's a whole nother world right. out here. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. Because yeah. now everybody's doing these pearls. And I got to question that because it's popular now. You know how I feel about popular stuff. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden now everybody detoxing. I don't know about that. Because you don't even know what she's sticking up inside of there. Yeah. And I, that's I, one of your largest I, organs. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. I think we need... Uh, let's, so Gary... <laughs> it's like about a little kid here in DC, and he like you know. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what to do now. This is probably why I'm single because these are like the regular conversations I be trying to have, and they be like, "What is this lunatic talking about?" But it's real. No, no, I mean, I, it never surprises me like the stuff that goes on and like the little things that's happening like around the world. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like the things that people do over there. Mm-hmm. Was you gonna say something? No. Uh, yeah. And what? Like, I don't have nothing, I don't have nothing to, to say about apologizing. I am not apologizing to my vagina. Yeah. But I don't know if you remember the Missy song. Beep, don't fail me now. I yeah. gotta turn this brother out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, again, yeah. Certain people believe. I mean, I, I don't think his yeah. thing though. Is, I, I I I think I told you this story when I was. I told you this story before. Like I remember, like when I had, I was like in high school, right? And I was about to get some. And I remember, like, yo, praying to God, like, yo, please let me hit this girl, right? So I can, please don't let me come fast. Da, 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 da. I think we, I, I don't think that, I think we all do that to a certain degree. You know what I mean? I had a man pray before. Pray, right, yeah. I mean, I guess wait, that's, wait. that's probably much, what you mean, like, a actually get down and, like, before. say, yo, like, was he Christian? Was he Muslim? Which one was he? Was he doing salat? So, so just, but he just like this. <laughs> it was like Which right before, <laughs> it was in the middle of everything. He was like, we need to pray. And I was like, what are we praying? Who are you praying to, one? Because I don't know what God would think that this is okay. I mean, I need this number, okay? Because I think all of the gods don't think that's right. But it was the weird, I just meet, it's just who I am. So So he like just took my hand and he just prayed over over my vagina. Like he he was saying grace. Yeah, over my vagina. And what did he say? Like, what, what, what did he say? Like, uh, Something stupid. I don't even want to make it up. Like, I feel like I'll be lying if I remember <laughs> what it was. Right, right. But it was just the weirdest thing. Did you Did you, did you engage? Of course I finished. <laughs> but it was still weird. <laughs> I said I wasn't going to finish, but I'm just saying. I just thought that was weird. So then I was like, we don't even pray over food, but you decide to pray over my vagina. All right. Was, was that a one one off? Or did, yeah, because we were done. I didn't know if he was putting voodoo on me. Like my family Creole, so I believe in all things mysterious. Okay, right. on my daddy's side, so that's right. another reason why I'd be like, I don't know certain things. That's I'm just real particular. You come mm-hmm. in my house, your shoes got to be off. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I would prefer to sage you before you come in. But see, I don't have a lot of company anyway. I really don't have none. My daughter has more than I do, but. I'm just really particular about who's in my home. I got water behind my door. And the reason, this is, I'm going to be done with this. But you get you a glass. I get the little vase from Dollar Tree. Mm. Fill it up with water. And you put them behind your doors. Anytime that you're having like bad, a bad day or somebody bad comes in, the water evaporates. 
So at my last apartment, that's how I know. What? It, my water was gone. Because you know water technically don't disappear. Water is forever unless it's like in the heat or something. Mm-hmm. But in a house, your water is not supposed to evaporate. What? That's another story. But anywho. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I want to talk about before we talk about Gary and the great inventors is six business rules for strong women. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to know, Kira, do you ever um, feel... I don't know, like, do people ever feel like they are intimidated behind you? Or, um, like, what's your vibe with other women, like, in a social arena? It depends. Oh. <laughs> I can be shy mm-hmm. and off to the side, or I can be a social butterfly. Mm-hmm. Um, it really just depends on the vibes. Yeah. Yeah. So the one thing that I know with me, if I'm in an un... I'm naturally shy mm-hmm. by nature. People, nobody believes that when I say it. But if you put me in an environment where I'm not comfortable, you will see that mm-hmm. I'm super shy. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm, I like to just watch and see what's going on because I need mm-hmm. to know who I even want to deal with. Because right. I don't like just talking to a bunch of people about nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. So, But most of the time, which is why how I ended up getting misunderstood, because my first radio name was Random, which is what I told Vaughn, because as you can see, <laughs> that's you see that description now. Right. <laughs> um, but then as I got on, and especially like when I got on AM and stuff, I just started feeling misunderstood because I think people perceive me to be one way and I'm not. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's just constant. Anytime that somebody tries to define who I am, they're never right. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you really think that like what do I do to give you that energy right but one thing that I know with my sister she always just says your energy is strong mm-hmm. so even if you don't think that you're you're confident or you're this you can still give that off when you do come into a place mm-hmm. so people can be standoffish instead of like approaching you because mm-hmm. my natural face is just one of a thought. So I know <laughs> I do understand that I don't always have like I'm not just, I just don't sit around just smiling all the time right so I can understand that that can be intimidating within itself. Mm-hmm. But it's like you should still see. You know, mm-hmm. like I think you should still talk to people no matter mm-hmm. if you think that they don't want to be bothered. I know I do. I talk to but strangers all the time. Honestly, I don't. I've never had feedback of, oh, you're intimidating. Mm. I'm not saying that, that that hasn't happened, but I've never gotten that. Okay. It's more like, okay, she's stuck up. And I'm like, I'm not stuck up. Yeah. I'm just kind of. Like you said, observing. Yeah. yeah. I get that too. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm the least stuck up person in the world. <laughs> My hair was five ninety nine a pack. So I only spent six I'm probably worth thirty dollars right now. <laughs> that's just who I am. My skirt came for the thrift store was two dollars. These shoes were three dollars. The oh, shirt was twenty. What? And my hair was fifteen dollars. <laughs> but it's always interesting because people either think that like I'm a name whore and I do not wear name brand unless it came from the thrift store. It's the only time you're gonna see me in something with a label. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm cheap as hell, so I definitely can't be stuck up because mm-hmm. you can easily drone on me. You know, to <laughs> me, people that are stuck up like they kind of have this facade where they're kind of untouchable a little bit right because they mm-hmm. got this they got mm-hmm. that but that's not me but I I can get that mm-hmm. often one one girl that was actually my friend once we ended up being friends she told me that she was like I didn't like you at first I thought you was stuck up I'm like, yeah what did I do I'm goofy as hell it. so I'm just <laughs> right. confused like I don't even take my own self that serious yeah you shouldn't either like don't I'm take me that. that serious you know like, <laughs> don't don't 
give me all that credit because it's not that <laughs> it's not that serious. I could care less. Like it doesn't matter. Um, but we do have six tips mm-hmm. for anybody that are in the game. Mm-hmm. Let me know what you think about these. Number mm-hmm. one, it says to invest in yourself. We spend money on things that we would never help us grow as a person or accomplish our goals. Mm-hmm. Investing in self is much like investing in a business. No banker would give you a loan if you have not saved your own money. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's a good tip? Definitely. The next one is Dare to Go For It. And I think Vaughn can vouch for that one. Mm -hmm. Um, She has a long synopsis about her starting her business that we are not going to read. But pretty much to sum it up in the way that Vaughn said, just do it. Yeah. And that's the thing why I I find interesting in other people. It's like, if you don't believe you can do it, why do I need to believe in you? Mm -hmm. What what I'm believing in? You don't even believe in yourself. I'm confused. So leave me alone. (laughs) Um, It says, avoid putting yourself down. You are your biggest cheerleader. I think we talked about that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think everybody has those moments, especially in the community. I think you have those moments more than not due to the fact that you're offering a free service and you just want somebody to change and it just doesn't happen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So it just makes you feel like you should give out. I think I quit the community probably every three months. I'm like, I'm done. I'm going to do the number four last because I want to spend a little time on that. They say know when to let go. Mm-hmm. And I think every time that I want to let go, whether that's with radio or community, God just show me something. Mm-hmm. Like yesterday at, at Lincoln Heights when we did a um when we did our event where I was at earlier, one of the little girls we took to the circus, like she just ran up and hugged me. And Aww. I felt like I honestly, it was a tear. I swear it was right there because... I change my hair so much. And then, like, even when I meet adults, they be like, oh, oh, okay, that's you, right? <laughs> so it's like people be, I always feel like I change. I think I look the same, but apparently the others, I just be turning into somebody else. So when she even recognized me, mm-hmm. like, that for me, that was a big thing because mm-hmm. most people would be like, I could have seen them last week if I changed my hair. They'd be like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and for her to just run up like that, we haven't been to the circus in, like, three weeks. I just oh, thought wow. that was amazing, and I swear I teared up a little bit. And it's little things like that that keeps me going. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't make no money doing that. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> And it takes a lot of my time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But the move the move into community was due to the fact that when I was in transition house, because I was in transition house my own self, like even with me being what people think I am, that's why I always tell them I'm no different than you. I didn't have got the same stories you got. It's just packaged different. Mm-hmm. And so it was at the time where, again, I'm going to make things happen for me, period. So I my ego automatically felt like these people can't do nothing for me anyway, and they didn't. But the point was for the people <laughs> that weren't me, my thing is, how can you help these people? Mm-hmm. And, like, from, from that moment on, it was just, like, anything that I could do. Mm-hmm. I did. Mm-hmm. Started driving Uber to cover the costs of my nonprofits because last year I spent eleven thousand wow. dollars independently wow. on events and doing different things. And so I just started driving Uber so I don't have to take away from my money because I'm mm-hmm. always on a contract. <laughs> mm-hmm. But in order not to spend my household money, you need more money. So mm-hmm. those are the things that I was doing. And it was just like, you know, it's like, damn, if you don't even get that, then I'm doing all this extra stuff to try to do something. And then you have those small moments where somebody actually see you. Mm-hmm. And I always say God talked to me through people anyway. So I mm-hmm. think that was his hello yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, the last thing, well, not the last thing. The fifth thing is one thing that they always say is avoid 
competing against others. And we had that conversation when I showed y'all the TV room. Mm -hmm. Nobody could ever be me Mm -hmm. and the other four people that's inside of me, okay? Mm -hmm. So (laughs) I don't feel threatened. I have other radio hosts on here. Mm -hmm. You can promote your show. I don't care Mm -hmm. because either they're going to listen to you or they're not going to listen to you. Either Mm -hmm. they're going to keep listening to me and start listening. What's for me is for me. Mm -hmm. It ain't nothing I can do additional or less than Mm -hmm. in order for that to happen Mm -hmm. so i never feel threatened because someone is doing what i'm doing i think we should link up and make it better like that's always my thing if if i got 200 book bags and you got 100 let's come together and now we have 300 Mm -hmm. like not me but Mm -hmm. we Mm -hmm. it don't matter how many i got so i've never been that person where it's like oh no if i tell you this secret no come on (laughs) get it together boo so you can do something else And last but not least, desire a partner versus a boyfriend. Mm -hmm. You got to sit on that. Because you got it. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that is beautiful, right? Mm -hmm. And anytime that I see it, I just think it's so dope. Like, no matter what else you go through, the partnership to me is important. Because ultimately, that's what I want is a partner. Mm -hmm. Who wants a boyfriend? We're not 10. So, like, how are we going to make this go? Mm -hmm. And how are you going to be equally yoked? Mm -hmm. And even if you have more yoke than I do, then you can add to it. Mm -hmm. Because I think people should be an addition to your life, not a subtraction. Mm -hmm. And it should be vice versa. And at some point, you should be able to reflect each other. Mm -hmm. So, how... We don't even care about the things that didn't work. How do all of the stuff work in regards with y'all working together, being together, just together, period? I mean, it's definitely a positive. Mm-hmm. Um, things that I might not understand or might feel insecure about, I go directly to him. He's my confidant. Mm-hmm. So anything that I, I feel like I can't um, deal with on my own at that particular time, he's there for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Same thing. Um, when I, I think when I met her, I was doing open mics mm-hmm. and selling CDs in the street. On mm-hmm. U Street, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and then, I, not even six months into the relationship, I was bringing Brian Nubian out here. Mm-hmm. Bringing Bill Bib DeVoe to mm-hmm. live, doing, it, it's just, it, it, it completed it. It connected, whatever it was, whatever it was that I was missing, like she definitely felt that void. Mm-hmm. You know, we were, I went from selling CDs in the street and making, luckily to make like a thousand dollars a month, if mm-hmm. that, you know what I mean, with, combined with my open mics, mm-hmm. to like literally making like five thousand dollars a month working mm-hmm. for Mark and doing shows. I think we mm-hmm. were bringing, we, you know, like this. This happened like when we was going through it. It, was, yeah. it didn't. It seemed like it took forever, but yeah. when you look back on it, like that it happened mm-hmm. really. Yeah. Fast, and I think yeah. that's been like the kind of like the story of our lives. Mm-hmm. Like we, whenever we're doing stuff separately, we struggle. Mm. Mm. When, mm. But when we let's wait, wait, wait. I got a two-part <laughs> question. Okay. Mm-hmm. So for you, because you know how some women would be, oh, if he ain't making this or he can't do this, I don't want to be bothered, mm-hmm. right? So in that situation, at that time in his life, somebody else may would have passed up on him. Mm-hmm. The question is, why did you continue to go through? Honestly, (laughs) I I honestly don't know. I knew that I loved him and I knew that he had potential. Like a lot, let me, let me clear this up too. A lot of times you see potential in a man, but to actually see a man working towards it, Hmm. 
Okay, that's Michelle Obama, I just heard you. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know that's what she said about yeah, Barack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To see him working towards it, I said, okay, let me be patient. Let me just give him time to get himself together. And, I mean, it worked out. And then with you, Vaughn, on, on your end, why was, why was it not intimidating that she was already successful in her own right and, and able to add to why was it not intimidating for you to join that instead of pushing her away due to where she was already at? I mean, I've, I've, it, you know, my, my mom wasn't in my life or my father, right? But, like, I was always around, like, strong black women. So strong black women don't intimidate me in no sense <laughs> of the word. Like, in my mind, women are gods. We in are. My, in my mind, <laughs> women are already better than me we anyway. Are. <laughs> and so, you know, that 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 just never even crossed my mind. You understand what I'm saying? Like I I know a lot I had a buddy that dealt with that. He, yeah. he deals with that. And I'm like, yo, most like, I can't men you know, do. I, I'm not I'm not ready for her. And I'm like, you know, for me it's I don't know. Like for I just thought she was let me say this too. When we first met, like it wasn't no It wasn't even on her. I wasn't trying to get her yeah. number. She wasn't, it wasn't, we, matter there was of fact, no intimate yeah, it wasn't at all. Like, it we was were, business. We found, it wasn't <laughs> just, we just bonded on, on information. Well, yeah. We bonded on. no, no, on, no, I'm talking about when we first. When we, oh, when we first yeah. met, I, I, I wouldn't even give her my coat. Mm, because I, was I we, we, we were cold, and I was like, <laughs> Sean, I was talking to my, my friend, I was like, yo, Sean, give her your coat, yo, she's cold. And she was like, well, why don't you give me my code? And I was like, no, I'm actually in a relationship. And I don't want, if my girl just happened to walk by here and see you with my coat on, this is going to be a little ugly. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather not give you my coat. You understand what I'm saying? And that's kind of like where that was, where that, mm-hmm. you understand what I'm saying? So it was no, it wasn't like, oh, I'm, I'm trying to hide. No sexual, it wasn't sexual. So mm-hmm. when it became more of an intimate thing, how did you balance it out? Man, like I, I, I think it was yeah, it was it was Patience tough. Like yeah, it was it was and just a I, lot of talks, being friends when you really really didn't want to mm-hmm. to love on each other. But um, she got pregnant like almost immediately. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> like I'm not even playing. Like yeah. I mean, we we may have hooked up and like it was like two two months two later half, she was three pregnant. Months. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? So. Yeah. And I wasn't like in a space, in a financial space. You know what I mean? We come from two dope, di- to- totally different backgrounds. Backgrounds. Like yeah. my mom was a crackhead. I don't know my father. Her mother, her father, her mother works in the government, and her father is like extremely successful. Mm-hmm. She, she, she grew up an army brat in mm-hmm. Germany. Germany. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I'm I, I'm from Southeast. I stayed back. <laughs> in the, I stayed back in the first and second grade. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even get to third grade in Fletcher. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I stayed back in the first and second grade. I, I spent... You, you understand what I'm saying? So it took me... I was that um, illiterate child. When I was in sixth grade, like, she was... She excelled in mm-hmm. school. You know what I mean? When I was in sixth grade, I was le- reading on the first grade level. Oh, I just got another challenge for y'all. I'll tell you <laughs> after the show. Yeah. Oh, God. But you, you, you understand what I'm saying, though? Mm-hmm. So the balancement, I think, just came... Um, it was a natural thing over time, but yeah. the, it, but it's not like a it's not like something that just comes and that's it. I think it's a constant. Yeah. Oh, of course. Adjustment trying to because it, it does fall out. Yeah. It the, does. Yeah. Now, th- was there ever a moment where you might have tried to dumb her down? 
No. No. Never. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty in it. Sometimes I just think stuff is, is just like, is what it is. Because even with the company I contract for, they're husband and wife. So I mm-hmm. look at them every day. Mm-hmm. And even if they mad, I don't care what's wrong. But I just look at that and I be like, damn, that is dope as hell. Like, I would love to have came home yesterday and I'm doing all these emails and designing flyers all day and then just to have someone that's not complaining about what you're doing, mm-hmm. right? Or not um, pressing you out. But let's back up, though. And I just <laughs> want to be real with you, right? So, like, in the beginning of our relationship, you know, especially when she's working at BET, she was working long hours. You got to mm-hmm. remember, I was more so doing, like, I, 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 had, I, I was the one with the entrepreneurships. Mm-hmm. Like, I had mm-hmm. that energy that's how i've always been you know what i mean mm-hmm. i come from a family of drug dealers i come from, from a family that's like well i'm not working for the white man right you understand what i'm saying and so you know you couple that with a little bit of consciousness you go on u street and you you know it's you kinda, know what to do you mm-hmm. fucked it. but now nah, you you kind of like it's hard for you to enter the workspace to yeah enter the yeah work yeah field because you have a it's just difficult right it's difficult for me it's difficult <laughs> that's my so, contract you know <laughs> And I'm not doing as well. So what happens is, is that you know, in the beginning of our relationship, she would be working all the time, and I would be with my with my daughter mm-hmm. for the most part. You know what I mean? And that was tough. Yeah. Like so, I it was periods of times where I'm like, hey, where are you at? Like, yo, you need to get back home. Yo, da 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 da. da. It wasn't just all peaches and cream. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Like, no, no, like, I know yeah. that part, but I didn't know if you guys had a struggle with the time. Yeah, that yeah. was a super struggle. Super, yeah. super duper. At, at one point, she was trying to become a a lawyer. Why she was working at BET? Like she was starting to take. Mm-hmm. I, I was taking the LSAT class. Mm. The LSAT class. Why and that she class was, is crazy. So. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Like, that was rough. It wasn't just rough on, you know, me. It was also rough on our daughter daughter because Mm -hmm. she's, you know what I mean? So she wasn't there. So it was, I didn't mind it. It was just certain, like, it's it's not easy. You understand Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like, getting, even getting to this space, it definitely, and even her just being patient with me and, like, allowing me to, like, grow Mm -hmm. in a way Mm -hmm. that, you understand what I'm saying? Because I don't necessarily think that I would be where I'm at right now had she not given me the space. But that wasn't easy on her. Know. You yeah. understand what I'm saying? Like, that was mm-hmm. tough. Like, I, I look back on that. I'm like, wow. Like, yo, like, that was tough. But you know what I always think that the, the beauty in relationships is? Not giving up. hmm mm-hmm. And people criticize Tiny so much, right? And I mean, I do too sometimes. Sorry, Tiny. But <laughs> um, at the end of the day, now that they're back happy, it's like, damn, it worked. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it worked. Even even if you didn't think so. Mm-hmm. And then even if you come from people that didn't want to work with you, mm-hmm. they still figured it out. Mm-hmm. So that's what love is, figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think anybody, I think even if I found somebody that I felt was perfect, he still is going to definitely get on my nerves because I'm of easily course. agitated, right? <laughs> like, y'all should know this by now. <laughs> but, um, I just think that, so what? Get on my nerves, but don't, do what Nikki said, I forgot what Nikki said in the song where it's just, some, basically saying you just don't go to bed mad, but she said it much more clever than I just did. <laughs> but, um, in regards to just, you know, get on my nerves, but okay. Like, I would rather have someone that doesn't want me to be upset than somebody that don't give a damn if I don't talk to you for four days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right. you can't be just as petty as I am. That's my title. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, you got to be something different. 
Um, we have Can, to talk about this book. Go I wanted ahead. to no, add no, something to that. So, one thing that I do think has gotten better in our relationship, and it's really on my side, was the communication. Like, I was always closed off. I would wait until it got to a point where I was just really upset and then go off, like, over the water being gone. Mm-hmm. And he's like, wait, what's going on? <laughs> but uh, you, know, he, you, can, he, you know, we stupid. Yeah, we don't pay attention to <laughs> what right. you think we should you, be You are so woke attention. on how dumb y'all are. Yeah, no, this is, yo, we don't, I, yo, it's like, I'm not even thinking about the things yeah. that you're thinking about. We're not wired. Never. We're just never thinking about yeah. it. It's not to say that it's not violent. Right. It's just that, yo, you got to put me on. Yeah. Don't be mad at me for some, you, you like, I think you're mad at a retarded person. You understand what I'm saying? I probably like you would, though. You understand? But you, you get what <laughs> I'm saying? Just It's like, I, I, I what you're saying. Okay, I have special <laughs> needs, and you're upset with me because I don't, like, yo, you have to, like, school, like, mm-hmm. teach me. Let me know. Mm-hmm. You know what? You're the second man this week that said that. So I got to ask the creator if I have, if, if he going to give me the patience to do that. What's that? Teach. Yeah, I have yeah. a 30 but you are not your teacher. Uh, yeah. I don't think so. Like, you teach me, you just taught me a bunch of stuff just yesterday. I think I'm a natural former. I think I'm natural at information. But okay. today I'm not a natural teacher because when I'm ready to be done, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Like It's just that it's not. People believe my sister is a teacher. Mm-hmm. My sister has the patience of a nun. And that's mm-hmm. what she does. She's a trainer. Mm-hmm. Not me. Because after a while, if you're not getting it, ask the people on the contract. I didn't curse about two of them out. Because I'm just like, what? You ain't read my text message. I just I just told you what we was doing. I told you I'm not being in the hood in this movie night. And you keep asking about a movie night. I told you, leave me the goddamn hell alone. Like, so I don't think I'm a teacher. I think I can give you the information. Mm-hmm. I think I'm a self-advocator. Like, I want you to be great. Mm-hmm. But, that's, that's- but I don't mind partnership. But that's that's what. But it like, is, if I'm the only one that's teaching, that I don't know what's wrong with me. It's not. They need to take some turmeric. Teacher, <laughs> what, what, what do teachers do? They just give you information. Mm-hmm. But that's they're it. supposed to coddle. Like my sister's a good coddler. I'm not She's even saying. But show you. I don't think we coddle each other. No. I think. But we you more know so what? I think it really it boils down to love and friendship. Mm-hmm. Like if you value those two things, you'll get through it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's times we, we're impatient with each other, yeah. but then, of course, we come around and we're like, okay, we need to talk about What's going what happened. On. Yeah. yeah. And I can point out things that she wasn't paying attention to. She'd be yeah. like, oh, wow, I didn't realize I was doing that. And vice versa. You know, a lot of times, yeah. we, like, we, everybody is selfish. Mm-hmm. It ain't just like one person. Everybody is selfish, and we mm-hmm. only see... It's pers- Perspective is yeah. reality. It's, yeah. It's... You understand what I'm saying? It People all, don't get that. It's where you're standing from. But if you don't respect somebody else's perspective, that's somebody the issue. else's right. point that's of the view, issue. that's the only issue. Mm-hmm. Right. You only Because you're not going to agree. I always mm-hmm. say, I don't want another me. Because like, <laughs> that'll be, it'll be eight of us. I don't <laughs> want that. So, you know, I don't, I wouldn't even want to be bothered with that. I would rather have the opposite. And I don't want to agree with you all the time. And I don't want you to agree with me all the time. That's life. That's one, how you learn. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't agree, then that gives somebody the opportunity to teach you something else. Or Mm -hmm. give you the reason why you should do something else different. Mm -hmm. Now, whether you respect it or not is your business. But Mm -hmm. at least they gave you the opportunity, you know, Mm -hmm. and what you can do with it. But... It's just very interesting, and no matter, like, the in-betweens, it just still looks like like a tiny, 
I mean, Beyonce, Jay-Z, he didn't cheat on her, Michelle and Barack. I mean, she's been very clear on that tour that Barack got on her nerves plenty of times. Mm-hmm. And he didn't have money. And her mm-hmm. friends didn't want her to be with him because she was this lawyer making all this money. And everybody thought she was dumb because I think he was only making like $32,000 a year and had almost 100000 in student debt. And they're mm-hmm. like, why would you be with him? Then he smoked cigarettes. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, she summed it up similar to how you did. It's mm-hmm. like once you can see that potential, mm-hmm. all of the other stuff is okay. As long as you're willing yeah, you to be. accept yeah. what I'm trying to give you. And I have to be willing to accept what you're trying to give me. Because right. I think some people don't just don't like you telling them what to do. Mm-hmm. And you got to be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean... What you gonna do? I mean, you'll be you'll be arguing a man all the time because you're mm-hmm. trying to change somebody that don't want to be changed. Mm-hmm. It's like three six mafia. You can't save them. <laughs> don't try. <laughs> when we come right back, we have to talk about this book, and I gotta get your writing skills. And hopefully, the guy doesn't come so we can stay till two. So we'll be right back right after this. <laughs> Que tú me dices que me amas Estaría tomándote con la reina Isabel No pago mi renta con palabras No vale nada Tú tienes fama de pica flor Pero conmigo eso no sirve mi amor Tengo entrenado el corazón Y tus promesas no me llaman la atención Me dicen lo mismo a las que se te atraviesan Árbol que nace doblado nunca se endereza No puedes tenerme, no soy una de esas Y eso a ti te jode la cabeza Si tuviera un dólar cada vez Que tú me dices que me amas Estaría tomándote con la reina Isabel No pago mi renta con palabras No vale si nada Pagaran por cada vez que te hablaran Ya tú fueras pillonaria Tu rutina diaria Será ignorar todos los babosos Que te van con la misma labia Los tienes con rabia Si cobrara por foto hasta Donald Trump pidiera préstamo Ella lo teme, no contesta, no Puso que se separó De su novio y el internet se cayó Le tiran hasta los que no hablan español Yo sé que hay muchos en fila Y que te cansaron las mentiras Deja que el destino decida Tú estás por encima Siempre por mi mente desfila No hay otra parecida Que tú eres única Las fotos virales a las que las haces públicas Vámonos de vacaciones para la república Con una como tú No lo que quieres tú Ritear pero ella me tumba el plan Ay, cabrón, baby Si tuviera un dólar cada vez que me amas, estaría tomándote con la reina Isabel. No pago mi renta con palabras, no vale nada. No me pongas esa cara, con esos ojitos no me vas a convencer. Sabes que mi amor es caro. Si lo quieres, tú tienes que trabajar por él. Si te digo que me baje el cielo, me lo baje entero. Si te digo que venga, me traiga tamar, cruza los siete más.
Shout out to Adidas. You can feel the boots. You're walking on clouds. Honestly, a dope sneaker. I'll draw boost. Follow and consider this on all social media platforms. And while you're at it, like our Facebook page. Thank you. Want to learn more about our guest? A minute with misunderstood is next on Consider This Radio. All right, good people, we are back. You are tuned in to Consider This Radio. And if you are following us on Facebook, honey, then you should just be having a good old time um, because they have been dropping some juice, and I can't wait to tell them what I think they should do. (laughs) (laughs) Should not always... Always got something. Right now, though, if you are following us on Facebook Live, you see this beautiful book of this beautiful brown boy, okay, Gary, and some of his great inventors. So if off the top of your head, if two, if the both of you could give me three each. Oh, let me record this. Give me um, three of your favorite inventors um, that you can think of. Let me get my camera up. So I can Ooh. use this as the promo. <laughs> Look, you got three? Like, you got two? Ooh, yeah, we got, we got I mean, a it's a lot. Oh, okay. But no, they can In no particular order. Oh, turn your book right here. Oh, so sorry. for the video part. All right, mm. All right, so when you guys are ready, let me know who are your great <laughs> inventors. <laughs> You're like, you can go first. Ah. <laughs> uh, so I definitely, I love Thomas Jennings, of course. He's in the book. Um, right. I love um, Benjamin Banneker. I mean, um, Lord, what's what's this? This is terrible. Hold on, we okay. gotta do this yeah. again. Start over. <laughs> 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 One, two, three. <laughs> All right. So I love Thomas Jennings, of course. Oh no, say who your favorite. Oh, my favorite inventors are. Wait, wait. Now, my favorite inventors are Thomas Jennings, of course, because he's in the book. Um, I love. Um, George Wa- George George Washington Carver. Mm-hmm. Um, my third. Oh, who's my third? I I I I, I think you just by um. Oh, Doctor Thomas. You gotta just throw. Dr. I, yeah, Doctor Valerie there. Thomas. Yeah, you gotta throw her in there. Um, should I tell them who she is? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Doctor Valerie Thomas, who is alive and lives in PG County, y'all. This woman was a part of the Hidden Figures team. She invented the illusionary transmitter. 
which is what caught what which had which allows us to have the 3D TV. 3D TV yeah. and and it's really close to uh, holographic images for real. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can argue that they stole that. Like you know that that was a yeah. But, yeah, she's amazing and yeah. she's still alive. And right NASA now. still uses her inventions mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? She lives in PG County. She teaches at Duval mm-hmm. uh, High School. Uh, yeah, high mm-hmm. school out um. Out in PG, mm-hmm. yeah, I, 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 yeah, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. I, I don't even want to. I think for me, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna stick with Thomas Jennings, right? And I'm gonna tell you why. Um, and we wrote about Thomas Jennings in the book, mm-hmm. Gary and the Great Adventures. The reason why we chose chose Thomas Jennings is because Thomas Jennings was the first African American to receive a patent mm-hmm. in the United States, but. That's not even a kicker. Dang, right? 1793? No, he was born what? in 1793. Oh. He got the patent in 1821, mm. 44 years before the Emancipation Proclamation. Wow. Well, Meaning seven, that... Hold on, hold on. 1793 was the uh, the date of the... Or the year of the U.S. Patent Act. Oh, the U.S. Patent yeah. Act. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Sorry. That's right. And he got it... Meaning that... He got his patent. You couldn't have a patent in the United States if you were a slave. Mm-hmm. So this takes, this removes the false narration that all African Americans were mm-hmm. slaves. He was born free. Not only was he born free, mm-hmm. one of his, you know he was a millionaire mm-hmm. by those standards, mm-hmm. by those by those days standards. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Based off the economy and, and just inflation or what have you. Like he was a millionaire. Mm-hmm. Um, entrepreneur mm-hmm. who was a, a, a clothing, he was a tailor. yeah, he used mm-hmm. to uh, a tailor. He used to make clothes, and his invention was the dry cleaning. Mm-hmm. He, you understand what I'm saying? The reason why he invented it is because people couldn't wear his clothes, but one time, like they would wear his clothes and they would wash them and they'll get ruined. And he mm-hmm. wanted to create a way so people can wear their clothes. Mm-hmm. It, 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 same reason why we use dry cleaning to this day mm-hmm. for our expensive um, garments. But to me, like that, for me, that that rocked me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like to to know that there were African Americans that were receiving patents 44 years before the Emancipation Proclamation, like that story should have been told to us. Like nobody ever told us those stories. And nobody, they're still not telling you. They're, right. They're not telling us about the free <laughs> black men. They're still telling us that we were enslaved. I don't think my family was slaves. But you, I you think had, I was free. <laughs> I mean, there were a lot of there were, there were a lot of free. Yeah. I mean, you you hear when you when you hear um, the um, Moors. I don't know mm-hmm. if, you, if you guys are familiar with Moors, but when you hear, the, you know, the Moors have always like um, had a narrative out there um, that there were Africa, there were always people from African of African descent in America mm-hmm. that were free. Mm-hmm. That they, you know, the Moors. If you know anything about Christopher Columbus, a Moor is who navigated, mm-hmm. um, helped navigate the ships to actually get him to America. They would have never got to America if it had not been for. Um, Moors and Moors helped set up the country, um, you know, alongside of of of, of, of Europeans or what have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, but it's hard, I guess, for us is it's hard to tell a kid about a Moor 
if they don't even understand that there were free black people mm-hmm. in America. And so, uh, which is another reason why we chose Thomas Jennings, is so we can erase the notion that all Africans... Because that's all they taught you. ...were mm-hmm. slaves. And I don't believe it to be true. Yeah. Are you Caribbean? I'm no. honest, no, I don't know. Oh, okay. Because I, I know you so. added that. Oh, oh, because, no. I, so my father was in the military, so I wanted to make sure that I encompassed all oh, cultures. Okay. Yeah. And that just bringing nice. the diaspora yeah. into into it. You know, one of the things that um, we're big on is, like, we don't, you know, mm-hmm. we if we're going to come together as black people, as Africans, or, you know, or what have you, you can't just come together in America. You have to come come together everywhere. Everywhere. Well, you know, mm-hmm. you have European unions, so, you know, but we don't have African unions. We, we're, you know, we're we're divided. In, like, they've done a really, really, really good job. They have. Um, on us. And I think part of that, part of that is because they have, um, you know, the, the winner, the victor tells the story. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And so, you know, in order for us to get anything, um, one of the first things that we're going to have to do is get in, get back in control of our stories. We have to tell our own stories. You know? So how did you guys decide to write the book? Because I know it came out in November of last year, right? Mm-hmm. And you guys self-published, mm-hmm. yes. which is amazing. That's something Thank else that you. people don't do either. Mm-hmm. So what was your what was your turning point for actually developing the book? Well, of course, you know, starting with OCN, we just had the idea for the company. And I said, oh, I think I want to write a book. I didn't have, um, I knew I, I liked inventors, I liked science, but I didn't have a name. Mm-hmm. And then something just came to me and I said, oh, why don't we do, I think Guy at that time. No, you said Gary. No, I said Gary, you said the, great Gary and the Great Inventors. And I was then, like, whoa, that's <laughs> dope. Like, that's so fucking, you go, yo, all right, bet. You need mm-hmm. to write it then. Go ahead and write it. Yeah. And, and then she was like, no, let's do Gaia. And I'm like, no. Yeah. Like, <laughs> No. People like me ain't gonna be able to pronounce it. Yeah. <laughs> Gary and the great inventors. Mm-hmm. Like that's so to me it just had a natural a natural ring to it. I think that's one of the things that's one uh another little thing in our relationship. She'll have like great ideas and then try to renege on them. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, no, get your get back to where you were at. Because <laughs> your sense. initial idea was was great. Mm-hmm. At least I thought it was mm-hmm. anyway. Right. You know what I mean? But go ahead, yeah. But- Honestly, like Ocean, Gary, all that just it flowed. That's the best way. Like it just anything came that happens me. natural to me is real, mm-hmm. or something I didn't plan or wanted to do or mm-hmm. had an idea to do. It's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's just the way that it mm-hmm. is. I'm like now I haven't seen a children's book in God knows how long. Mm-hmm. I like the fact that you have the glossary in the mm-hmm. back. Is that standard? Because no, I don't remember. It's not. No. <laughs> okay, okay. I was like, is this I've seen, like, there are book? there are books that have it, but I knew it was important for our children. Right, to understand you know? the word. Yes. yes. Now, I see at the end it says it's the beginning of something great. So is Gary going to have, like, great, what could be next for Gary? So, well, it, it is going to be a series. You, you know how yeah. many black inventors yeah. there are, yeah. African American. Okay, but it's going to stay with inventors, not like Gary and something else. Go ahead, no. I'll let you go. I, no, 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 no. So Gary and the great inventors are just going to be that's, different. That's what it is. Oh, that's that's his thing. That's, that's Gary's thing. He wants to be an inventor. Mm-hmm. STEM. Oh, yes. I just got something else for y'all. Yes. We, we, we already, go ahead. yeah. So, go ahead. But then you have the OCN universe. So when you open the book and you see those little kids, you see Tamara, mm-hmm. you see Isaac. You see Dante. Mm-hmm. Guess what? Like all the, Tamara's book is already done. We're okay. in the process of getting it um, 
you know, developing um, it to be illustrated or what okay. have you. You understand what I'm saying? Isaac is called Tamara's world. Tamara is into nature. You know, she's into... And I love she, that she has natural hair. Yeah, of course. Oh, but yeah. Whatever, you know, <laughs> not going to have... You know. I, mean, I have had a permit six years, but you would yeah. probably never see my hair. I'm always late, as you can see today. Mm-hmm. I don't have time to be doing my natural hair every day. Because <laughs> <That's laughs> if I do a twist, I'm going to be twisted all day. Because by the time I get in the car, it's going to be time for me oh, to no, go. Oh, no, no, no. You'll, you'll, you'll get to a point where it's just, it's quick. Well, I'm out to practice. Yeah, but not so. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have the whole OCN universe. Mm-hmm. Where each one of those children are going to have their own books. Mm-hmm. And then eventually we'll develop them into animations, mm. cartoons. Like so, Gary would have this his cartoon. Tamara would have. Do you think you would have one by next summer so we can do an outdoor movie series? Um, oh, oh, here she go. <laughs> I, I, no, I definitely. I, 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 we could do pop up movies. I just I ordered my own projector. But you know, we need the. We gonna anybody? Work, we gonna work on yeah. that. <laughs> We need sponsors. We're going to work on that. Now, yeah. we, we, we have a plan to get there. We have a plan. We definitely have a plan to get there. And I, mm-hmm. I, I think maybe not. Um, I don't think the animation will come out next um, summer. Yeah. Uh, you will get a bunch of Gary books by next summer, mm-hmm. though. You'll have more books. I think the goal for us is to build up Gary and the Great Adventures brand mm-hmm. and make people familiar with the brand, mm-hmm. get it out there, and then create a demand for it and mm. then we'll put it out there. I don't want to, you understand what I'm saying? Right. Like we, we want to, I started off doing um, open mics. And your promotion. 10 people mm-hmm. in there, five people there mm-hmm. and we grew it to like 1,500, mm-hmm. 2,000 people. Mm-hmm. And so I understand that I'm not the guy that has to do, I want to start small mm-hmm. and build so that we just understand mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. business. So mm-hmm. when things go wrong, we know how to fix them. Right, you understand right, what I'm right. saying? And I don't want to put us in a position where we had to give away a large percentage of our company because we're trying to do something too fast. Oh, no, you yeah. cannot give it away. I need an investor for this. I need an investor for that. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I will, yeah, so we're mm-hmm. going to, and, and it's so, and here's the thing, you know, um, one of the things that was motivation for me and why I was so gun ho about once she present, I'm the type of person she told me I want to OCN out to this network and I'm going to write a book and I'm a research person right I like to research and develop like I found um, Thomas Jennings mm-hmm. and, you know what I mean it was like oh yo he's dope this is the first person this is his you know you should write this right and so when I go when she t- when, when you tell me something I go I go do the work mm-hmm. you understand what I'm saying I immediately go do research and what I found was that Yo, we write less than 5% of our um, children's books mm-hmm. that go out. Like, we're not. And I hate that. Like, so we would have to. But, but hold on, let, let, me, let me just. Oh, go ahead. Just so for the viewers. I know, because mm-hmm. I know you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But for the, the listeners, like, African Americans, out of 100% of the children's books that are being written, right? African American children's books that are being written, we only write and illustrate 5% of those books. We're not telling our own stories. Mm-hmm. And that's that's why OCN, like that's why we have to exist. That's what we're here for. Mm-hmm. We're here to tell our stories, but not only to tell tell our stories, but to help other African Americans tell tell stories. We need more writers. Mm-hmm. We need we can't allow, we can't keep sitting back allowing people to narrate mm-hmm. our lives. Mm-hmm. 
people coming from other countries and they are they're stereotyping us police officers are stereotyping us teachers are stereotyping mm-hmm. us we're stereotyping ourselves mm-hmm. based off of information that was listen i'm saying to you guys like imagine a world where nazis were in control of the jewish narrative mm-hmm. because that's where african americans are and have been Mm -hmm. for the past 400 years Mm -hmm. where the same people who have suppressed suppressed us us, who Mm -hmm. have murdered us raped us they like you ever ask yourself like how did how did how how did how did we get kidnapped raped murdered enslaved and then become the bad guy Mm -hmm. how are we the bad guys in america the reason is because we don't control our own narrative. Mm-hmm. One of the things that Jews, Jews people did when they came over here, they got right, in, right into media. They mm-hmm. started writing books. They started getting mm-hmm. into the music industry. Why? Because that's where the stories were being told. Mm-hmm. And they painted a picture. And I'm not saying that Noxy people are good. I'm not sitting here defending Noxies in any shape, form, or fashion. But what I am saying is the reason why we feel a certain way about Nazis is because Jewish people have controlled the narrative. And when you hear white supremacists talk, they be upset and they like, yo, no. And I'm not saying I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm just all I'm saying is it's important for us to control our own narrative. If we, we want to stop being judged, if we want to stop getting shot and killed by police officers, we have to control the narrative. Mm-hmm. If, if I, one of the reasons Harvard University did a, 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 a study, they did a mm-hmm. test. And what they found was that. Children perform based off of the expectations of Hmm. the teachers, Hmm. meaning that if the teachers already have a stereotypical point of view of a child, they're going to be less patient with that child. Hmm. They're going to be quicker to give up on that child and that child won't survive. They took 100 students, 100 students, right? Hmm. And and the students that were performing above grade uh, level, they told the teachers that they were actually underperformers mm-hmm. and they took the underperformers and said that hey they were overperformers mm-hmm. and they put them in the classroom with these teachers and guess what wind up happening they ended up doing good the underperformers wind up overachieving and the overachievers wind up falling below grade average because it's based off of expectations mm-hmm. and the reason why that there is such a low expectation for African Americans and, 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 you know, for African-Americans is because people have been taught and conditioned to have lower expectations for us, to right. expect us to fail. So right. when we fail, it's like, oh, oh yeah, he's right. black. Yo, he can't read. Yeah, but, you know, he's black. And you know black people can't read. Mm-hmm. Black people don't even like to read. You want to hide something from a nigga, put it in a book. So it's already expected. I sincerely feel like that if we get in control of our narrative if OCN is successful you're going to not only see if when when OCN is successful you're going to see grades I feel like the domino effect is that you're going to see African Americans grade point averages rise Mm -hmm. you're going to see better reading scores Mm -hmm. better math scores you're going to see better uh, uh, police um 
a better relationship, a mm. better, uh, 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 you know, police. I don't know what, what's the term because you mean race relations, mm-hmm. but not just yeah, race relations is going to yeah. go to a whole nother level with African Americans by us control. We have everything to. I don't. I, I think this is the key. Like in my mind, this is it. Mm-hmm. But to your point, and we, I mean, we was talking yesterday. Um, uh, 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 misunderstood. Is to your point that one of the reasons is because we're not even literate. So we can't tell our own stories if we can't read or write. Mm-hmm. And so you have to start, and that's something that I didn't even consider. Like, you know, it's like, why are we not telling our own stories? You know, I understand uh, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, when you when it was nearly impossible for you to write your own book or nearly impossible for you to produce a, a, a TV show or do this, I get it. But part of the reason is because we don't know how to write. Mm-hmm. We don't know how to read. So, you know, even, even, and I definitely want to be able to definitely bring y'all back where all we talk about is literacy. Yes. Um, because to me, that's a that's a thing, mm-hmm. and it's, it's a it's a tough one to tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a it's a hard one to tackle. Mm-hmm. Something you don't want to necessarily think about. Um, but it has to be talked about because, like I told you before, I think four or five years ago, where the twelfth graders. Um, 68% of them were reading on the sixth grade level, but they just graduated and they've taken remedial college courses for the first semester. So you ain't even doing your your college work because mm-hmm. them credits don't count. And mm-hmm. it's just like, how does this happen? So we definitely got to do a literacy. I'm I'm, I'm 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 gonna drop a a jewel. Okay. You want to help African Americans read? I don't care what grade they're in. You know what you first thing people keep going in there with 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 English and languages and words. The words are stupid, first of all. You spell phone with a PH. So you can't it, you, you can't it's stupid. You understand what I'm saying? You look at certain letters, it just doesn't make any makes it doesn't even make any sense. But if you want African Americans to read on a higher level, you have to bring in somebody that can read and read to them. Mm-hmm. What you got to understand is this: most of us never had nobody, nobody ever read a book to us. Mm-hmm. So when you say, I don't know how to read, it's not just about words, right? It's not just about knowing a word or being able to pronounce a word. I don't know how to read. I was that illiterate, illiterate child. You understand what I'm saying? And so what people don't, even once you learn words, I, I'm not reading punctuations. Mm-hmm. I've never heard anybody read, sit down and read me a good story. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a fact that just by reading, if you read three books, was it three to five, five books, books a day. To, to your to your children, then they, like, they're... By voc- the time they go to kindergarten, they'll know 1.4 million words. Mm-hmm. One point, their vocabulary. We're not reading to mm-hmm. our children. And in most cases, they've never been read to. So mm-hmm. now you got this sixth grader, this seventh grader, this 12th grader. Nobody's, you got to understand, nobody ever read a book to me in my life. You understand that? Mm-hmm. Like, think about that for a second. Like, most you're trying to teach a kid how to read, and you expect nobody never read. Even the people that's trying to teach him how to read never thought, let me read to him. Let me just spend an hour, a two, a day, 30 minutes, 20 minutes, and just read to my class. It's always read to me. Mm-hmm. Read to me. The teacher never reads. 
You got a bunch of people in the classroom that don't know how to read. Some may know how to read better than others. You put me on the spot. I'm embarrassed. Mm. My parents are mm. over. My parents overpunished me. The the, the 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 police officers overpunish me. I'm, I'm, the school system overpunishes me, right? Because we all know that we my children go to school with white kids. They don't get suspended. My nephews go go to school in Southeast at Potomac Gardens. So I got I I know what's happening. I, I see both worlds. Them little white kids out there, they do just they 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 grabbing their little nuts, cussing terrible. people out, doing all of the same stuff that these African American children are doing, but yet it's more tolerant. So we're being overpunished. So because I'm so used to being overpunished, I don't want to make a mistake. My peers are laughing me out. We join on each other. We talk about each other because we're deflecting. And so I don't want to make a mistake. So even when I'm reading, I'm not even comfortable. I'm, 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 I, I, I've nobody's ever. You, when you take all of those things and you put them together, it's so many layers in a human man. It's like an onion. Mm-hmm. You gotta peel. You gotta peel all that stuff back. Mm-hmm. In no matter what facet that you're doing it in, which is why I always tell people that you shouldn't judge people because right. you're only getting one layer of that onion. Until you're sitting with them to figure out, this is why you need to do this. This is why you need to do that. My last contract I was on, I was doing case management. I would always get in trouble because I would be at the person's house for about two hours. <laughs> and, you know, I'm only supposed to, I'm supposed to probably about seeing about five people. That's why my day don't end. Because if I'm sitting with you, I need to understand what it is that you want from me. And then I got to see if I'm going to even want to be a part of this because I don't save everybody. That ain't my goal. I'm only right. dealing with people that want it. So it's I can't have a standard. Um, I can't do that That desk case management. Mm-hmm. We talking, we're going to be talking. My right. least conversation is like an hour. I need to know how your day was, what's mm-hmm. going on, what's your background, what's your parents around, what is it that you're trying to do. That way you can kind of navigate what the person may even need like mm-hmm. for themselves mm-hmm. and that's why the judgment got to go out the door mm-hmm. it got to go out because we're never going to be able to help each other in the last five ten years you know everybody has all of these fancy degrees and they're all social workers and and they're this but look how terrible the teens are now my daughter didn't like none of her teachings mm. because she feels like everybody is telling her something that they ain't going to finish. Mm. So she treated everybody as such. Mm. Is it right? No. And the teachers but that's are, her perception. They judging you. Yep. Because they have stereotypes. It's not just white people. They've done such a good oh, job. we do more. Yeah. That we... Because they gave us our nerve. Like, I tell people all the time, like, think about it. I walk in your neighborhood, say, right? Don't say the N-word. Yeah. I go, <laughs> I go in your neighborhood, right? I walk in the neighborhood, right? And if I if I walked in a white neighborhood, you know, 50, 40 years ago, I'm going to be met with the same language that I'm met with in a neighborhood today, right? You know my neighborhood, I murder you. Mm-hmm. Nigga, that's your, I, your, mm-hmm. I do this. Like, this is, this is race. Like, yo. I don't think we like I don't think people really understand like just how much we've been programmed. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm we saying? We gotta talk about that. Like when when y'all come back, I want our show to be Brown in America. Mm-hmm. And so I ain't gonna do no hot topics or nothing, but I wanna break it down from each each standpoint. Mm-hmm. Akira and I could talk about the woman, you could talk about the plight of the man, we could talk about the financial aspect and then literacy. That'll be the four segments, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's it's so many reasons why you are who you are. 
right? Why you function, why you function. All of that has everything to do with your background. And I always tell people that. You want to find out why you're crazy? You need to go back. Mm. <laughs> you're not going to figure that out from what happened the last two years. Right. What did your mama do? What did your daddy do? Right. Did you have your aunties? Did you have your uncles? You can break all of that down when you're ready to look at who you are. Mm-hmm. And until then, you're going to constantly keep having the problems and people pacify things, but you still show up in the world the same way. Mm-hmm. Give everybody your website information. I it's it Our Children's <laughs> Network, O-U-R-C-H-I-L-D-R-E-N-S Network, N-E-T-W-O-R-K.com. Ourchildrensnetwork.com. And they can get the book on? Ourchildrensnetwork.com. <laughs> Amazon. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lord, it's a it's a, a couple other places. Yeah. Oh, Sankofa. Sankofa. Um, I seen that you was on that van. Yeah. What? Uh, I I'm booked. I, I am yeah. book. Who is a mm-hmm. uh, another uh, African American black woman mm-hmm. that's out here doing it? So it's not to, a library. She sells her books. She she no, she, she selling sells everybody people. Mm-hmm. She's okay. a retailer, a retail boutique mm-hmm. on um, on wheels. Yeah, for books. So if we do, or if we are, and I want y'all to be a part. Oh, oh, and, 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 and Everlasting Life as oh, well. Yeah, Shout yeah. out to Everlasting Life. Shout yes. out to Everlasting Life. Yes. Everlasting Life made were, you know, I don't think people get enough credit um, for when they do do stuff, but Everlasting Life actually was the first to actually, like, purchase our books out mm. fr- up front mm. and, and then sell out every time. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Versus everybody else was like, hey, let me get a... You know, uh, consignment. consignment and sixty forty, mm-hmm. everlasting life. They got black owned restaurant, vegan restaurant, and they, you know, without even thinking about it, without any any hesitation, yeah, was like, here you go, and then put them up there and sold them and called back and asked for more, and so forth and so on, and so you know, I don't I don't know how people, you know, I don't yeah, like I. I yeah, that's it. Like so, yeah, we gotta shout out Everlasting yeah, Life definitely. for that. Everlasting Life, but they they they're on in Capitol Heights, Maryland, on Central Avenue, right off uh-huh. Central Avenue. Um, yeah, like and y'all yo. gotta get their sweet kill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So, yeah, but, but sorry about that. I just wanted to make sure. What, what were you gonna say? Oh, that is. Um. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, we can talk about that. It's right. not big. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you guys so much. I can't wait till you come back. Yes. Thank you. And this I hope awesome. we can get your TV show and stuff. Yes. Off mm-hmm. the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then don't forget to follow us on um, IG. Yep, IG. YouTube, our Facebook. Everything is OurChildrensNetwork.com. Mm-hmm. Please follow us there. Keep up with us. See what we're doing. Um, if you buy the book on Amazon, please leave a review. Oh, That's and, how you reward and, us. Yo, please. <laughs> so on our, and then we also have a YouTube channel, right? And right now we do like DIY things, like, you know, uh, like slime videos and like you know uh, ABC's, abc things like the kids go go feed animals and things of that nature but we're getting ready to launch this uh i don't know how much time we got just t- tell me to stop we really you... got no more but go oh, ahead okay <laughs> if it can be fast go ahead because okay. i don't so, know if he's sitting out there okay so yeah we, we um we have this literacy thing that we're doing with you with YouTube. We want to start teaching kids strategies. I was oh, telling yeah. you about that yesterday. Mm-hmm. Where a lot of the times, out, it's not that the kids don't know the work. It's just that they can't do it fast enough. You know, so you look on a lot of these tests. 
the kids they're they take the answer the answers that they're the, well the questions that they're answering they're getting them right but they're just not answering enough of them in mm-hmm. order to pass and a lot of that is due to strategies and so we want to teach strategies to children so they can get that work done quicker fast mm-hmm. it, when, when in a test environment you mm-hmm. understand what I'm i understand yeah. that your teacher because our teachers especially in the black and this only happens in the black community where they force you to do it the long way yep. mm-hmm. they force you mm-hmm. to do it the long way but when you're out there in montgomery county and you're in these the, the top schools of the nation they make it their business to teach you strategies to be able to get mm-hmm. it done in a fraction of the time mm-hmm. Then it would take your child to do they it. They teach you, know? you to test. Mm-hmm. Yes, they everything, and that's why we test bad mm-hmm. because we're, we're not, not being taught. we're not taught to test. We're not being. Mm-hmm. We're but not the even, other ones are. We're not mm-hmm. even expected again because mm-hmm. we're not controlling our stories. Nobody even expects us to pass. Remember when the little girl just passed the test and got all A's on mm-hmm. the, 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 the and they what they say they say she was oh, cheating. She needs to do it again. They mm-hmm. made yeah. her take it again because there's no way that you got that. Why? Because she's black. And again, that goes back to us not telling our own stories. So, guys, like, trust me, like, yo, we we're not just here. We're not. It's not about money. We'll give away books. You know, I'm famous for that. You understand what I'm saying? I'm famous for. That's how I. That's how I started doing my first shows. But I just gave away CDs. I didn't. Whatever you. We want a donation. How much? Whatever you got. You got a dollar. No, I don't got no money. You gonna listen to it? Yeah. Here you go. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I was fortunate enough to get enough where I can invest and do a show right. or what have you. But so I'm just letting you guys know, like, this is this is more about us controlling the narrative. And we need it. It, it can't be just us like we need more writers. So we have no problems with sh- teaching you how to copyright your book, mm-hmm. how to publish your book, how to get your. We did all our trademarks ourselves. Mm-hmm. You don't have to pay lawyers for that stuff. Mm-hmm. Anything that they told you. Same thing you were saying mm-hmm. yesterday about the contracts and paying somebody X amount of dollars. We did everything ourselves. And then when you actually have the capital, then you then you you know you support. But until mm-hmm. then, that can't that holds a lot of people up because they don't feel like they have the money. They didn't do no research, nothing. They just don't yeah. feel like mm-hmm. they got it. And, and, and you don't have to come. I'm pretty sure that, you know, misunderstood, Nakia, she's going to put together something. She's always in the community, and we have no problems with coming into those communities and teaching. Because I, I don't believe that you have to, that you need to read everything that I read. I don't believe that mm-hmm. you have to go through everything that I went through. Like, mm-hmm. my goal is to try to get you a head start in whatever it is that you're doing. So if I learned it, like, no, here you go. Don't even worry about that. This is exactly what you do. Mm-hmm. If you want to go check it out, fine. And I encourage you to go check it out and make sure. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, this is this is what it's at. Especially if you're a kid. If you're a kid and you're trying to write a book, we want you to write that book. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do everything in our power to help. We're going to help you get it on Amazon. We're going to put it up on our website to help mm-hmm. you sell it so you can tap into our database. Mm-hmm. We'll put you whatever, wherever we, wherever we're at, we're gonna, we want to help you get in there. Because if you ain't writing the story, then it's some goddamn... Right, it's yeah. somebody who's not in our name. I'm not even saying that they're right because I don't even think they're doing it out of um out of like some of, you know. You, but you're not in our neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. You don't converse with us. You're not in our communities. Mm-hmm. You're scared of us. You don't even. So why are you trying to tell our story? You don't understand you us. You're not qualified. You're not qualified to tell our stories. And the people who are qualified aren't telling the stories when they say, "Okay, well, well, well tell me about yourself." We're not, you know, my, you know, Mike ain't standing up. You know who's standing up? John. Mm-hmm. 
You understand what I'm saying? Or or Susan, you know what I mean? Akira, Nakia ain't standing up. Not saying that you are, because mm-hmm. you are. But you, mm-hmm. Susan is, yeah. Mm-hmm. We have to stand, we have to tell our own stories. And that's control our narrative. Mm-hmm. That's our mantra. Mm-hmm. That's our that's what we live by. Mm-hmm. Say it again. Our everything. That's everything. You understand mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's the mission. That's the the, the, the cornerstone of our mission statement. Mm-hmm. Control our narrative. And not just in books, on in TV, in in, in any in music. Mm-hmm. That's that's how we got control. That's how why? Why 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 did why were we able to make so much change in music? Because NWA took control of the narrative mm-hmm. and started telling the stories that nobody wanted to tell mm-hmm. and who can and, and, and a lot of times once 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 europeans because it's good people all around the world once people hear the real stories they'll empathize and they'll help and they'll come on board to mm-hmm. make sure that the, you understand what i'm saying but if we're not telling the stories and we're letting everybody else tell the stories then nobody really knows what's going on mm-hmm. and i think i'm a I'm gonna leave it there. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's it. He's really not, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for coming on again. We gotta do this again. Thank um, I you. just think this is dope. You have so much information. So now I know how to bring it next time you come back so we can make sure we're giving out all of this information because it's needed. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to see all of the work that you guys will be doing in the new future. And I just think it's dope. Like, that's just it. You're just dope. Easy way to sum it up. I'll take that. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, as usual, guys, I need you to do something for someone else outside of yourself this week. And, of course, I would rather be misunderstood than basic. See you guys next Sunday. In the years. um, I think it's really taken off. And I think a lot of people now are considering it a sport Mm -hmm. um, in this day of age. Um, I don't think that was the case years ago. But, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's really revolved evolved a lot over time and mm-hmm. um you know now we see now we see uh you know marathon running and you know in the olympics and uh 